Hi everyone, welcome back to Sustainability Speaks. We are your hosts, Deja and Saskia. For our new series, we've been hosting guests with a passion for sustainability. On today's episode, we're excited to welcome Katerina, who's a founder of Explore Equity. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about Explore Equity and how it all started? Thank you so much for having me today. No yeah, worries at so all. I'm very excited to be here and talk about Explore Equity and all that we've been doing. My name is Katerina Rivera and I'm the co-founder of Explore Equity. We are a sustainable travel company that focuses on supporting local communities while connecting travelers to authentic social justice issues. And it's really important for us to combine social justice with sustainable travel because often we don't see conversations that go deep enough within sustainable travel. So this is what we bring to um, the landscape. Mm-hmm. And yeah. currently we have an online store where we are featuring different products and virtual experiences that benefit local communities around the world. Brilliant. Um, that sounds very, very interesting. Nothing. We haven't had a guest, you know, with any that has a similar business at all. So this is very exciting. And could you tell us a little bit more about your background and how the idea to start Explore Equity started? Are you um, an avid traveler yourself? Yeah, so my background is professionally, I started my career in education and then I transitioned to public health. So my professional background has nothing to do with travel or sustainable travel, but I have always love to travel and I think that uh, many people can relate to the transformative power of your view that um, really changes your life in a way, it changes your view of the world and what's possible and how you see other places. So I think one of my most transformative experiences was when I was in college, I spent a summer in Argentina and I basically lived there. I had a homestay with two different families. I got to make local friends and it was amazing to learn about a place. I was very, very curious and spend time in a city that just wasn't in the United States. So after that, I just wanted to travel as much as I could and learn about different places around the world. And one of the things with Expert Equity, so Expert Equity actually started really with an idea for one trip. We started a trip that focused on Puerto Rico. After Hurricane Maria, I really wanted to connect with Puerto Rico. And I'm half Puerto Rican, half Cuban. So we started talking about, my partner and I started talking about it, what kind of experience could we do? And I had been very involved in food justice in New York City. And I learned about the food sovereignty issues in Puerto Rico, and that became the focus of our trip. Because we learned that um, Puerto Rico was importing over 85% of its food when there was a whole movement on the archipelago to like grow their own food and be independent of all those imports. And when Hurricane Maria hit, the activists who had been shouting about this finally got some really widespread recognition because there was not enough food to feed people when the ports were closed. And so that's what's the focus of our first trip. And our company 
we used to do group travel with the pandemic. I'm sure we'll speak about the impact. We changed our model. But um, I think the most important thing for me as we started this trip was that I was going to be able to connect with a place that my ancestors came from as an adult and be able to get back to locals there. Um, we didn't even know that we were doing sustainable travel. Along the way, we learned that what we were thinking about was called sustainable travel, and there was a whole movement. So that was very exciting. And then we learned about sustainable travel and linked up to various organizations. One of our favorite organizations is Impact Travel Alliance. And it's been incredible to be part of a larger movement. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that detailed answer. That is very, very interesting. And one thing that you mentioned is the effect of the pandemic on your business. So I'm just want I want to know how long ago did you start your business and how has the pandemic affected it? We started the business in 2018 and our first trip to Puerto Rico was in June 2019. So after that, we were planning new experiences for 2020. We had an experience planned for Honduras and for Brazil. And these experiences were so exciting. We had such a great time when we visited all the partners and vetted everything. But of course, with um, the pandemic, we had to cancel mm -hmm. group travel. We had to cancel our experiences. And there was a lot of confusion in the beginning about what was going to be happening with travel. And yeah. some people felt that, oh, it was going to come back pretty soon. And they were still booking travelers for the fall. But we said, uh, we're going to wait. And we're really going to take a long view. So what we did at the time was we hosted virtual events. We hosted a panel with our partners in Honduras and Brazil to talk about what's the impact of the pandemic on their communities and travel. And that was great to be able to bring this conversation together. Mm -hmm. We also held a series of conversations for travelers to talk about just the loss of travel, how they yeah. were feeling. And we brought in mental health experts for these conversations to help guide and provide tips. And those were wonderful mm -hmm. as well. So after doing a bunch of virtual events, that's when we started to really think about our long-term direction. And we came up with the online store model because even right now there are many communities that it would be dangerous to receive a lot of travel to it would expose them to the virus too much mm -hmm. so it's a great way to support communities like indigenous communities and have them still offer experiences share their culture but in a different way so those are the types of things that we want to be uplifting on our platform and connecting travelers to. So we did partner with a company in Brazil that offered an experience with an indigenous community in the Amazon. And that was incredible because it was a live experience where you could speak directly to the community members um, all through the power of Wi-Fi, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they showed us their, their whole um, development, all the buildings and different aspects of their culture. The only issue we had was that they laid out a whole table of food and different recipes. They were talking about the preparation of the food. And yes, we really wanted to eat that food. <laughs> but, 
that was imagine. the only thing yeah that was difficult um but we absolutely loved the experience and it did feel um transportative like we had gone somewhere mm-hmm. so that was very fun later in the day to say oh we went to brazil this morning yeah <laughs> well that's absolutely amazing because starting a travel company just before a pandemic sure it was very very hard but you've managed to turn it into something that still works and can still be accessed from home from anywhere and across the world actually anyone can anyone can come online and watch this yeah and and one of the things that's really great about it is that we're how we have flexibility because Mm -hmm. live virtual experiences are not for everybody the wi-fi connections are not always able but we're also able to offer products and we have a sustainable travel conversation game which is really a fun way to learn more to spark conversation between friends and then we also have a book that is from one of our partners in brazil as well that focuses on recipes from all over every part of brazil and it tells the story of the people it's not recipes from acclaimed chefs and big restaurants it's recipes directly from the people and 10 percent of the profits go towards community tourism um, non-profits. Mm, that sounds great. I, I love cooking, so I'll definitely have to have a look into that. I'm sure there's some great recipes in there that I've never even heard of. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think the, you know, the culture on that and that part of the world is very different to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. So uh, I also just wanted to ask, you say that you, you've mentioned the term travelers quite a lot. And I just wanted to know what if you could just give a bit more detail about what type of people use your service because i would say that i very much enjoy travel i love going on holiday i like going to new places learning about new cultures but i wouldn't necessarily call myself a traveler because if i go somewhere it's once a year if that so could you just you know give me a bit more detail about the people that you work with thank you for talking about that it's very interesting to me how you view the the word traveler for me it's much more casual someone Mm -hmm. who goes on a trip they're a traveler they're traveling so it's not really um significant beyond that for for in terms of my usage for in terms of who we are connecting with a lot of people that we connect with are really passionate about sustainability sustainable travel or they have some awareness of their impact on the world and those are the type of people that we really resonate with. They want to do better and they want to learn. So um, there's a certain kind of humility that comes with that, with showing up and saying that you're going to listen and your perspective is not the perspective. Mm-hmm. So we, our philosophy has always been that the locals are the experts. So the type of person that aligns themselves with us and expert equity is really looking to learn from others and respects other people's cultures and it's willing to be wrong. So on our Instagram, we're always sharing about different social justice issues and we're sharing different people's perspectives. And that's been a great way to kind of keep that conversation going and help people continue learning along the way. Mm -hmm. So you're based in America currently, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And do you find the sort of people who use your services to be American or do you get people from all across the world? With the online store, we really have the potential to reach everyone. Mm -hmm. Because we are, myself and my co-founder are from the United States, our networks are reflective of that. But the 
potential to expand beyond is definitely there. We do have people that have participated in our events and who um, have supported our work. Are They have had a lot of global people as well from other countries. The only thing that sometimes becomes an issue is say somebody wants to buy a physical product from an online store, we cannot ship everywhere at this point. So there are some restrictions on where certain uh, physical products can ship, but that's why we also really have put a focus on bringing in exciting virtual experiences that anyone can do. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I mean, shipping from the US to here is very expensive. I've been looking at buying clothes even on eBay, and it's about £40 for shipping. And it's, it's more than the actual product is worth, so it's, it's a difficult hurdle. Yes, yes. And depending how our partners have set up their product, some of them are shipping from their country, mm-hmm. and then the infrastructure might be different. So that's a challenge that we've run into as well in trying to set up more relationships. One thing I'm very curious about is what sustainable travel is, because I feel like essentially, so it would be interesting to get your perspective on this, because I think what comes to my mind is, you know, your carbon offsetting, for example, whether you're traveling by by car, by plane, by train, any any type of transport. Uh, but that's obviously very environmental. And from my understanding, Explore Equity also focuses on the social aspect of sustainable travel. So could you just perhaps give us a bit more detail as to what that entails and what um, you try and uh, essentially transpose onto people who are using your service and also whether it's um, to do with the environment as well. Thank you for raising that. I think it's really important to increase awareness of sustainable travel and what it encompasses. The beautiful thing about sustainable travel is that it's about more than the environment. A lot of people focus, for example, on ecotourism. And sustainable travel is actually a concept that's broader than that. It focuses on being good for people, place, and planet. So when we think about being good for people and adding that dimension, we can talk about a lot of concepts like are the activities, the tourism activities, are they originating from the people? Or are they originating from the tourist idea of what the culture is or what, is exciting to them, but based on stereotype, for example. So that kind of authenticity and being able to actually reflect the real culture um, and having ownership over their narrative, that's something that we really support. Uh, Also with locals, um, one thing that we've noticed is that it's very hard to keep the money in the local economy as a traveler. You have to ask so many questions to find out who is the owner? Um, because unfortunately in many places there is a lot of foreign ownership of accommodations, of restaurants, of even just a business that you might walk into. So having a mindset that you want to keep your money in the hands of locals is critical in terms of sustainable travel. And that's one of the things that we have focused on the most because when we organize in the past a group experience, we are in charge of where that money is going basically because the group is coming along with us. So we asked a lot of questions and when we were in Puerto Rico, it was amazing. We were able to partner with local farmers, with entrepreneurs, and we had them share their stories with our group. And that's one of the things that we just love, being able to connect with people, learn their story and support their work and an equitable exchange. That's critical. 
Now, as far as being good for place, and one thing you can think about is, are you putting an unnecessary burden on a destination? For example, some destinations are really over-travel. And especially in the past, pre-pandemic, we would see destinations that just had so many travelers that that's really devastating for the local environment and the, the water, whatever it is. So traveling off-peak, thinking about going to destinations that are not as well-traveled and how you can not contribute to over-tourism is another great, simple way to use the principles of sustainable travel as you are making your decisions. My partner and I, we actually did a presentation for the Nomadic Network on the sustainable travel mindset. And this is something that we just love to talk about because it is very simple. There are very simple things that you can do to engage in sustainable travel. Um, You don't have to get it all right. Just keep learning. Keep learning, keep trying, keep learning about different ways that you can improve your impact. For example, something as simple as bringing a reusable water bottle with you instead of buying lots of plastic water bottles um, when you are in a country. It's, It's just a small thing, but it's really important. So it definitely goes beyond carbon offsets, and I think that's something that is promoted very heavily and I hope that people really think about it on a deeper level. Yeah, I think this is really amazing. And to be honest, it's not something I've ever massively thought about. I'd say I'm very conscious when I go to places and I'd like to understand the culture. I try to really immerse myself, but I haven't thought about it in this much detail before. Because like you said, I think when people think about sustainable travel, they think about the environment, carbon offsetting, things like that, but they don't really think about the impact they have on the community. And I think it's great that you've created this platform to spread this awareness. I'm glad, I'm glad that I could bring more awareness mm-hmm. to this topic. And I think that um, it's something we're always trying to shed more light on. So on our blog, we share various posts related to it. And any time that we can speak about it, we want more people to know about sustainable travel because we want that to be the way of the future. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go back to the way things were pre-pandemic. Let's create a better travel landscape in the future. Let's have everybody ready to uh, just be a sustainable traveler and support destinations. Yeah, and as you said, you have you make partnerships with people that you meet. Do you always create partnerships this way or do you also find them online? We've, uh, a lot of, I mean, right now we find all our partners online mm-hmm. where we ask for referrals from people that we trust that are experts in the space or experts in a region and that's pretty much how we built our relationship. We're very blessed to have a community on our social media that is really connected to our message. So sometimes potential partners reach out to us in the DMs and it works out. So we have a lot of conversations. We always want to learn about what people are doing. And we love being able to uplift their work, especially when sometimes it's really hard for people who are creating a great program to expand their reach internationally. So that's one of the things that we are hoping to be able to do on a bigger scale. For you know, this indigenous experience in Brazil that we were describing earlier, for a global audience to be able to purchase it and know about it, um, because right now it's being marketed really only in Brazil. So that's something that is 
important to us to support these wonderful initiatives. Um, I also just wanted to ask, because I think that this, you know, having this mindset to traveling is absolutely amazing. But I think that not only is is it important to educate people that, you know, it was possible to travel like, like this, but I think that with traveling and with going on holiday, on vacation, people's, the culture around it and people's perspectives should change in order for, you know, to them, for them to actually want to immerse themselves in sustainable travel because I feel like a lot of people what they do when they think of going on holiday is to have a relaxing time and not really care so I think it's so important to change that and I just I was just wondering how you think that 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 that's achievable I think with any change you need to be speaking to people who are open to change so that's the first criteria is someone open to change if they are then I think there are opportunities for people to still have their relaxing holiday, but just do it in a way that benefits the locals and protects the environment more than what they would have done without that kind of mindset. So for example, there are eco-friendly hotels that are owned by locals. If you can stay there, you can do your spa treatments, you can do, you can eat really well, um, but just having an eye to where's your money going and who are you supporting? Are you supporting a global corporation? Are you supporting locals? And I think that's a great first step with your accommodation, trying to make a decision uh, that is more locally oriented. And even if you are not able to do that on your next trip and you are going to choose a chain, then think about your other decisions. Can you focus on supporting local businesses when you go to do an experience or a tour you know can you do something that is really more authentic than what you might have done in the past um, so I think even just having equitable conversations think about this question how often have you been in a country and all the locals that you have spoken to are people that were serving you or working in that capacity were you actually having a real conversation with them then yeah, I mean, that's that's a very, very good point, to be honest. Yeah, very rare, really. So I think it very much depends what kind of holiday seeker you are and whether you just seek to also immerse yourself in the culture of where you're going or whether, you know, you just seek to lay on the beach and not really and have an all-inclusive. I think it mm-hmm. just depends. I'm, I'm just wondering, what would be your tips for someone distinguishing between something being genuinely good for the local community and something being greenwashed because I think sometimes when you go on holiday you're sold all these experiences and you don't quite you don't you're new to there you don't know what's what you don't know what's legit you don't know what's just a money-making scheme you don't know what's exploiting the locals so how, how do you think you should distinguish between those I think it depends on the person and how they like to prepare for travel if you're someone that loves to do research then you can ask the right questions. You can ask about ownership. That's the first question Mm -hmm. to always ask. And then you can do more research on different practices. Like, is this an authentic cultural tour or is this a tour that's really putting on a show for tourism? You can learn about the place. If you don't have that time or that's not your orientation, then why don't you book with a sustainable travel operator in country? They can do it all for you. Um, we have some great relationships with companies that are around the world, Tanzania, 
of course, our partners in Brazil, Honduras. Uh, we're making a relationship with someone in Guatemala. And these are the experts. They have authentic relationship with community. They're the ones that are able to put together an itinerary for you that no one else will be doing. And I think that's a really great way to support your mind or supporting a local business with that. And number two, you don't have to do the work yourself as far as vetting. And so we basically experienced this when coming in on a trip for our trips that we were planning in 2020. We went to Brazil, we did a whole itinerary. We went to Honduras, we did a whole itinerary. And I can tell you that it was amazing. It was not something that we could have planned ourselves. We had so many interesting conversations with local people. Um, and we just, the uh, food, of course. I remember we ate some ceviche inside of a pineapple on the banks of Amazon River on a little island. Um, made by a woman who is like a master chef, but she's got her little restaurant. And I think that there are many different ways to plug in to sustainable travel. It just depends on who you are, how much time you have, how much you know right now. And the thing that I would just say to everybody is that come on the journey, begin your journey. And if you're, do what you're ready for. And just with each trip, you can keep trying different things. But I think that working with tour operators who can plan your trip is one great way. Um, another great way is to look on, I think joining Facebook groups, you can get a lot of information. That's one way to kind of connect with people because um, I'm hesitant to recommend large platforms like um, Airbnb because with the experiences, they do connect you with locals, but then Airbnb has a lot of rules for how they the, how that relationship is going to work. Um, so I, I think you can find people on Instagram, you can find people on Facebook or recommendations from Facebook, and there are many different ways to plug in and, and get information um, to prepare you for your trip. Yeah, that's a really great tips. Um, can I just ask what sort of tour companies you would recommend? Because I'm quite interested in that. Okay, well, I think it depends on the destination. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in Brazil, then we have two partners there. If you're interested in Honduras, we have one partner there. So um, there are companies, depending on the country, and a lot of them specialize right in their specific countries. So the ones in Brazil are Brasiliando and Diario Travel. in Honduras, um, we have Choose Honduras, thank you for giving an assist here. Choose Honduras, um, great company. So um, anybody who is interested in a specific country could reach out to us and we could let you know if we have somebody to recommend there. And Tanzania, curious on Tanzania, amazing company. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, great. Thank you. I'm just also very curious as to what your... But yeah, these are smaller companies, so you, yeah. um, I think it's best to go want to know more about their values. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm also just curious to know what your future goals um, and ambitions uh, are. For Expert Equity, we want to see the online store grow. We want to be able to feature more products, more virtual experiences from across the world. 
and really benefit local communities who have been suffering a total loss of income or almost total loss due to tourism. And the pandemic has really been devastating for many communities. So our goal is to be able to reach more people and build our audience so that we can have a bigger impact on local communities. And I think we're just very excited about bringing in different kinds of experiences that we haven't yet had before. We're looking forward to becoming a larger platform. We want to be part of the movement that makes sustainable travel the way to travel Mm -hmm. and the way of the future. Yeah, great. I mean, you know, I think that that is absolutely that's that should be everyone's goal, to be honest, whether you're someone who travels a lot uh, or someone like me who travels once a year, um, if that. And I also wanted to ask, so your current business model, you said that you adapted it because of COVID. Are you planning on making any changes after travel restrictions have lifted or are you very happy with what you're doing right now? We're going to stick with the online store because we think it has a lot of potential and we can also offer more than we could have done if we were offering group travel experiences Yeah, because that's limited to certain dates mm-hmm. and you have to get commitments for travel on those dates. So we're very excited about the potential of the online store, the potential to reach more people, to work with more partners and to do something a little bit different in the travel space. That Great, makes, that makes so much sense. Obviously, you can reach a much wider market that way. Mm-hmm. And also, traveling is expensive as well. So by using an online store, it's much more accessible and affordable for everyone. Yeah, that's a great point. It really can open up travel experiences for people that are not able to spend as much money on travel. I also think that it's really exciting to be able to incorporate virtual experiences into travel in new ways because it can be a great pre-trip activity for example you can start doing virtual experiences learning more getting ready getting excited for your upcoming trip so i'm excited to see how virtual travel remains part of people's travel activities in the future yeah absolutely um thank you so much i would just like to thank you both for having me on here thank you for featuring equity for your questions about sustainable travel and visit our website explore equity it's explore and equity but it has one e in the middle that connects so it's all one word we love our name we're also on instagram and facebook always sharing information about social justice issues and highlighting different creators who are talking about topics that we care about so we're very much looking forward to connecting with everybody and we appreciate this platform mm-hmm. yeah thank absolutely you thank you so much and to all of our listeners we're going to include all the links to explore equity in the description of this podcast tag them on instagram so make sure to check them out thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it make sure to check out the content on our website and instagram follow for more updates mm-hmm.